1: Hello, everyone. It is Thursday, the 13th of April, and this is Red Men Bite Size, a bite sized look at all the things happening in and around the world of Liverpool Football Club. We've got news of a former Red uh, whose new club may well be looking to get shut after a shocking physical incident involving him and a former Manchester City player. Uh, Liverpool's star man being named player of the month, Uh, the 13 players who could leave Liverpool as part of a summer rebuild, Uh, a a less Liverpool-affected but nonetheless important piece of Premier League news around gambling sponsors, Uh, a complicated deal for a midfield star, and David Maddock, mirror journalist and friend of Redman TV, with a mega piece on Bellingham and alternatives, including a shock return move for a player uh, very heavily approached by Liverpool in the past. Um, let's dive in then, and we'll start with Sadio Mane. Uh, it was reported after their Champions League um, Champions League defeat that apparently Sadio Mane punched Leroy Sané. Um, wild, wild stuff. Subsequently, uh, Bayern Munich have suspended him as well. This from bbc.co.uk. Bayern Munich have left Sadio Mane out of their squad for Saturday's league match against Hoffenheim, amid reports he punched a teammate, Leroy Sane. Reports in Germany allege Mane hit Sane in the face following Tuesday's 3-0 Champions League defeat by Man City at the Etihad. The pair reportedly had to be separated by teammates after the altercation. Bayern said Senegal forward Mane has been dropped because of misconduct and confirmed he will also be fined. Built said the former Liverpool player, a two-time African footballer of the year, had complained about the way German winger Sané spoke to him after the defeat. After flying back to Germany Mane was picked up privately at the airport while Sané got the team bus. Neither Mane nor Sané have yet to comment on the alleged alleged allocation or the similarity in pronunciation of their surnames um, by an uh, host city in their quarter final second leg next. Wednesday, yeah. So that via BBC. Um, there had been pictures earlier on in the day of them training together. It looked like that might have been a, an altercation that had been papered over or or, or soothed, calmed down, whatever you wish. And um, but no, Sadio Mane has been left out of the squad for this weekend's game on the back of punching. <laughs> there you go. It's in the news article. I don't think any of us expected to have to report on, but here we are. Um, the site follow on from this: uh, plenty goal another. Occasional contributor to uh, Redman Plus, a uh, Sky reporter uh, over in Germany, uh, tweet. So this via LFC transfer, rumour reporting that he said on the Mane-Sale incident, Bayern cannot accept that. It will go beyond the fine. The club has to set an example. I don't think Sadio Mane has a future at Bayern beyond the summer. Interesting stuff then for the long-term future of Sadio. Um, and an interesting uh, award, and uh, probably a just award really for a, a band that he probably did want to punch in the face several times whilst at Liverpool, <laughs> Mohamed Saleh has been named the Standard Chartered Player of the Month for March uh, this via the official Liverpool account Uh, got to see Mo Salah holding the award which I'm sure he's got plenty of at this point does it mean anything to him at this point there's no way of knowing does he have a special wing of his house dedicated to his Standard Chartered Footballer of the Month awards I'm not so sure. Um, but he has won it again, regardless. Uh, really interesting to see him just wander around um, the AXA with his Liverpool home shirt on as well. It seems unlikely, but there you go. Um, to be fair, it is because it's got the standard chart sponsorship on the front. I'm just being a cynic. Um.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
1: Anfield Edition reporting um, some content from uh, the Daily Express Sport, Uh, the 13... Liverpool players who, uh, who could be axed to fund their summer rebuild. Um, just to run through the list before before I give you some comments on it. Uh, Matip, Gomez, Simicas, Kelleher, Milner, Firmino, Oxley, chamberlain Cater, Phillips, Williams, Vandenberg, Adrian, Artur. Now... Um, those of you who may or may not know, I've got a, 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 my own personal YouTube channel, TV, and I actually went through the Liverpool squad on a video yesterday in the aftermath of Jude Bellingham stuff and spoke. Actually, I didn't actually include Reese Williams or Seb Vandenberg on that list, but everyone else on there was, was pretty much in the discussion about the players that Liverpool are likely to move on. Now, the issue... Presented by some of those players is in the instance of Roberto Firmino, Oxley, Chamberlain, Naby Keita, their three players who are going to be leaving on a free transfer. So whilst that will free up their wages, it's obviously not going to help fund a summer rebuild in terms of transfer fees and what have you. There are some issues there. I don't think there's a world where Liverpool will let Matip and Gomez go would possibly be foolish to let Costa Simicas go, who's a, a very, very capable left-back deputy, of course. And there's a few other in there. I think his contract is up as well, so he may well be going regardless. um, But yeah, interesting to see that list. And I don't think there's any real shocking names on there. I think some of that will be dependent upon interest from outside clubs and what have you, you know, I don't see a well. Liverpool get rid of two of their senior centre backs in the summer because effectively it means they have to go and buy two, and that's a lot of a lot of additional work when you consider there is a midfield that needs to be rebuilt at the same time. So take that with a pinch of salt, but also yeah, it does. It is an interesting jumping off point, and again, if you want to see my analysis, and I actually it's a good thirty minute video breaking down reaction to the Jude Bellingham story, what Liverpool are really thinking with that and then analysing the squad and why they might feel that the money is better spent across several footballers whether we like it or not and who they might be and what that might look like, uh, that's over on HTV, M-A-Y-C-H space. TV. It'll come up Match TV because "mage" isn't a word. I'm well aware of this. Um, but yeah, <laughs> if you type in Match TV Bellingham, uh, you'll probably find it that way as well. Or it will be on our website. It's on RedBendPlus.com. Free to watch on there as well. Um, just a little bit of a side story. Again, not expressly relating to Liverpool, but the Premier League have uh, put a statement out. The clubs have agreed to withdraw gambling sponsorship from the front of their match day shirts. Uh, the first UK sports league to do so. Premier. League club's have today collectively agreed to withdraw gambling sponsorship from the front of clubs match they to becoming the first sports league in the UK to take such a measure voluntarily in order to reduce gambling advertising the announcement follows an extensive consultation involving the league, its clubs and the Department for Culture Media and Sport as part of the government's ongoing review of ga- current gambling legislation the Premier League is also working with other sports on the development of a new code for responsible gambling sponsorship to assist clubs with their transition away from shared from gambling sponsorship the collective agreement will begin at the end of the 25-26 season. So obviously, yes, a few years away just yet because there'll be a number of clubs who are tied into shared sponsorship deals. What is interesting in the wording is sometimes what is what the deeper meaning of what's being said there. So what it doesn't say is that's the end of shared sponsorship at all because, of course, it doesn't refer to sleeve sponsorship and it's, it, it's very clear in the wording on that. And it also mentions um, the matchday shirts as well, the front of the club's match day shirts. so theoretically it could be on the front or the back of training gear or warm-up um, warm up gear, potentially. Um, so not removing gambling sponsorship from football clubs at all, but yeah, the days of seeing them plastered all over the front of a football shirt is coming to an end, which is pretty interesting, um, to, to be perfectly honest. Okay, let's move things forward with a little bit of Liverpool transfer news. Um, this is short and sweet, really, from a guy named uh, Matteo Moreto, uh, it was a periodista italiano, os hablo de fichajes en relevo, which I've never heard of, which is a sports media outlet, um, and they say via anything LFC underscore, uh, Moises Casado is a target for Liverpool, but a deal is complicated. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. The complication would be that Brighton wants stupid money for a player who's not worth that as much as he is a good footballer. And I'm not going to get tied into this again because I got absolute pelters for for sharing these thoughts um, back in January. You know, there was talk of seventy to eighty million pounds transfer fees. Um, and then you can't help but have the hop, skip, and a jump up to a Jude Bellingham. Is he? If you're getting into that kind of world for a player, who's a yeah, it's a, it's a it's an interesting conversation. But uh, for what it's worth, um, relevo, um are <laughs> uh, say according to their Twitter bio, we have come to talk only about sport. This is not little. That is not little. We are also on TikTok, Twitch, and Instagram. Good to know. Um, so yeah take take from that what you will um, but yeah Matteo Moretto is he trying to position himself he's got 156,000 followers on Twitter and he's got a blue tick which on confirmation is a verified account because it's subscribed to Twitter Blue or is a legacy verified account obviously we now no longer know the difference um, so there's that the big story, which I'm kind of I've kind of drawn out up until this point, comes from Dave Maddock. Now he's written a piece in the Daily Mirror, uh, which was published yesterday evening. Obviously, after we released yesterday's bite size, but really interesting stuff uh, from Dave Maddock, who's the Northern football correspondent for the Mirror. And as mentioned, we've collaborated with him a number of times. Really, really good guy. Uh, really deep thinking about the game as well. He says Liverpool have given up on the race for Drew Bellingham for now because of manager Jürgen Klopp's painful realisation his squad will require more extensive surgery than anticipated this summer. The Anfield club's impending absence from next season's Champions League has brought home the stark truth that owners FSG cannot afford to spend £130 on the young Dortmund midfielder and make the three or four further signings Klopp has identified. While the Reds' boss is a huge admirer of Bellingham, he believes his biggest priority this summer is to land the top-class holding midfielder to replace Fabinho, whose dramatic collapse this season has been at the heart of Liverpool's demise. Klopp had already identified a potential problem in that position at the end of last season and went all in on a 75 million bid for Monaco's talented number six Aurelien Tchouameni, only to be outbid by Real Madrid. But sources suggest Klopp will attempt to resurrect his interest in the France midfielder, who has never really settled in Madrid and is not an automatic choice as he sits behind countryman Eduardo Camavinga in the Real Madrid pecking order, who himself has played actually at fullback at random times this season as well. Um, if Bernabeu bosses are prepared to sanction a deal, it would take at least the fee of 100 million euros they paid last summer, which translates to almost 90 million at today's crippling exchange rate after the UK's economic collapse. Klopp has sensibly uh, three other holding midfielders on a shortlist. There have been there's been contact with Brighton over Moises Casado and discreet inquiries over England midfielder Declan Rice, with both valued at well over 75 million. Fulham's Joao Palhinha um, is a cheaper option uh, at around £40 million. Uh, But the manager... Uh, also, must now find first team ready, potentially world class replacements for both Cater and Oxley Chamberlain, and they won't come cheap. With Mason Mount a real target at around 50 million, an interest in Brighton 75 million rated Alexis McAllister, whilst Conor Gallagher has also been mentioned. He would also like to add a young, versatile replacement for Milner, while a defender is on his wish list. With Frankfurt's versatile Evan and Dicker as an interesting prospect who is out of contract this summer although one that was shut down by uh, Neil Jones on Journal Insight uh, a week or so ago. Uh, but there's no hiding the simple fact the club cannot afford a summer spending spree of 250 to £300 million, which rivals such as City and United and Chelsea routinely and apparently comfortably undertake. Um, so yeah, there's that. Really interesting to see uh, Trumani's name come back up again. And one I think most of us are kind of put to bed because you can't imagine that he makes the move to, to Real and then becomes available to Liverpool after just, just the season. It feels as though... There might be a world in which Real Madrid go for Jude Bellingham and then they've got an, uh, a case to be made because it doesn't look, and I, I, maybe I might be wrong on this, but it doesn't look like there's any great hurry to, to rush Tony Cruz or Luka Modric out of the door. As mentioned, Camavinga's been getting minutes in the full-back position. I don't know how long that will continue for. Has that been a, you know, as a result of injury to, to Mendy, perhaps? And obviously Valverde is, is, a, is a real star as well. If Bellingham were to go to Real Madrid, would that make them more open to the to the selling on of uh, Aurelian tourmani? I'm not sure, but Liverpool have obviously done all their due diligence on him in the past. He was very much top target for the midfield last summer. How would you feel about that as Liverpool to forced to go almost above and beyond to go and secure him? Would you rather Liverpool just go for Jude Bellingham instead? Um, it is an interesting conversation, but the Fabinho situation is one that does look like it needs to be addressed rather pressingly in the summer. Um, Liverpool need to go and get someone who's far more at the peak of their powers to go and anchor the Liverpool midfield moving into the new campaign. So that might be the central crux of what has wrought this really. Jude Bellingham isn't that, and that might be the big that might be the big part of it anyway. Uh, that is that for now. Plenty of interesting things to, to pick apart in there, and I'm sure there'll be more to follow later on in the week. Um the Bellingham story has of course dominated absolutely everything this week, and why wouldn't it? Um we managed to sit down with Neil Jones for a General Inside special. In fact, I did, in fact, on, on Wednesday. To get his reaction to this, to find out a little bit about what's going on. Of course, he was one of the, the journalists who published uh, his article on this at the same time as Paul Joyce and the other Northwest journalist pack. So to get his take on the timeline of how that came about the insights onto what Liverpool are actually thinking the involvement of Jürgen Klopp or not in the decision-making process and a hell of a lot more. It's a 60 minute special and it is available right now on RedmanPlus.com. and the beauty is as a bite-sized listener. If you go over to RedmanPlus.com, choose a monthly club captain subscription and use the code BITESIZE on the payment screen. You're going to get it for 50% off for three months. So yeah, B-I-T-E-S-I-Z-E on the payment screen to get 50% off. That's just £2.50 to get access to that. Show. but of course not just that a wealth of other shows that show is every single week and it will continue into the summer as well so when Liverpool are inevitably buying players which they've got no choice but to do uh, Neil's gonna have his finger on the pulse of all that and you will too as a result so yeah grab yourself a bargain while you can and of course if you need some support network type deal uh, with Liverpool being a bit poo um, then we've got you covered with our weekly shows on there as well like for instance I'm doing Thursday night pints this evening 7pm on Thursday on our YouTube channel but we're doing Red Men Uncensored uh, with with Radio X DJ, Toby Talent and Liverpool musician Keo Kiel and Molyneux. Um, will be in there with me and Chloe Bloxham. Just having a freestyle life chat. Guaranteed to put a smile on your face. That series is amazing. So yeah, get yourself that 50% discount. Use the code BITESIZE. And I hope to see you over there for more video. And of course, podcast goodness. Anyway, that is Bitesize for today. I'm Paul Machin. Have a good one.
0: Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.